This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey guys, it's Emma and welcome back to another episode of Love Ya Bye. Today I'm doing my very first solo episode while Maggie is out of town and I'm going to be answering all of your guys' questions. I put a little question box on my Instagram story yesterday and I've gotten so many questions so far. I really wanted to kind of hone in on questions mostly around wedding stuff, relationship, all that because I feel like we normally don't talk about that when it's Maggie and I together but when it's me alone like that's what I kind of try to like talk about often but yeah you guys sent in so many good ones I'm really excited to get into it but first we are going to start off with my peak and pit of the week we do this every single week it's a little bit weird that I'm doing it alone and Maggie's not here because I feel like we're like we go off of each other and we like talk about it for a little bit but anyway let me try to think. I haven't thought about my peak and pit. I was trying to think about that while I was preparing to record today of what my peak and pit could possibly be. And I'm like, oh, okay, wait, here, I found them. So let's start off with my peak because I don't know what my pit's going to be yet. But my peak is I just recently got back from New York City yesterday. I was there from Sunday until yesterday was Tuesday and it was a lot of fun. So basketball season started again and Peyton had a preseason game in New York Monday night, but I got invited to, cause it's currently bridal fashion week. I got invited to a bridal fashion week event yesterday, which was so exciting. I got invited, not yesterday on Monday. So I had an event in the morning and then Peyton had a game at night. So I was able to like go to my event and then go to his game later on in the night, which was a lot of fun. But the event was so much fun. And I struggle a little bit with social anxiety at times. I'm getting, I'm getting a lot better. Like really think since I met Peyton, it's helped a ton with my social anxiety. Like I feel like he brings out this side of me that I've never really seen before. So going to this event If this was me in the past, like I wouldn't go to an influencer event alone because I'd be so scared. I don't know. I just get so scared doing things like that alone. I like not bringing a plus one or anything, but I just, I don't know. I just went going into it. I didn't really think about it. And then when I got there, there was a part of me that was like, shoot, I don't know a single person. Like I'm a little bit scared. I don't know like really what to do. I don't know. Like it was kind of awkward because everyone had their plus ones and they were all like chatting and stuff. And when I walked in, I was like, oh no, but the people who ran it. So I went for the company Rowley, which is a online store where you can rent or buy. I think it's buy. Yeah. Buy, um, wedding dresses or any type of dresses for wedding events, like your bridal shower or whatnot. So, or even your rehearsal dinner and things like that. So it's like a really cool website where when you're done with your wedding dress, obviously you wear it once, you can just 
sell it and someone else could use it. But anyway, so the owner of Rowley was very nice and she introduced me to a ton of people. And then there was a lot of other vendors there, which were so amazing to me because it gives me a little like peace of mind for my wedding. And there was one that was like a jewelry rental company, which was so cool. You can rent all these like different types of diamonds, like necklaces, bracelets, earrings, all that. And they're all so beautiful. And then there was also one that was a flower, like it's fake flowers, but you rent them for your wedding and they look real. But that obviously is like a huge money saver when it comes to a wedding. But anyway, it was great. She introduced me to a ton of people and then I just started to walk around and like introduce myself to other influencers and like talk to them that way. And it was just like, I don't know, that was a huge step for me. So I'm really happy for myself that I did that. And I got to talk to so many other people. And there was a girl there, Greta, who just recently got married last month. And I feel like I've talked about her before on the podcast, but I love her wedding content. Her wedding was so stunning. Leading up to her wedding, she just shares the best ideas and even if she doesn't use them like for her wedding she just shares different ideas for people she's been talking about lately like certain 2024 wedding trends which is great my wedding is going to be summer of 2024 so I don't know I just try to take in all the ideas I possibly can and she's one of my favorites so far but I got to meet her in person which was great um she's super super sweet but anyway my pit now let me think what my pit is from this past week honestly not like bad thing that happened I guess it was kind of just like a drag but on Sunday I had my flight to New York obviously and I go to the airport around I get there around like 4 30 because I had my flight at my flight was like taking off at 5 30 and I have TSA pre-check so I kind of just show up like right when my flight's like boarding basically because I just run right through and it's so quick but anyway so I show up to the airport get on my flight we're sitting there at 5 30 and I'm like great this is perfect Peyton has the first preseason game at six o'clock I can watch it and then like I watch it for the flight and then I'll watch the rest of it after and so I'm sitting there on the flight and we're on the tarmac are there's no service or wi-fi or anything really like i feel like on the tarmac you don't have service until you get up into the air and you can connect to the wi-fi but the pilot like didn't have an oxygen mask or something so we had to wait for that and it literally we didn't take off until 8 30 so i'm just sitting there on the plane i was like oh my gosh i ended up actually catching the end of Peyton's game and there was a guy in front of me that was watching it on his phone I do I literally do not know how he was streaming it because I didn't have any service but he did and I was like sir like can I please like just look over your shoulder and watch the game with you because this is really important Peyton had I mean it's obviously only a preseason game but he had such a good game and I'm just so happy for him so yeah it was amazing watching that game the first two preseason games he's had like 46 points in total which is just so great but so that's my pit it's not really too bad of a pit but it kind of like I don't know there's light at the end of it but yeah so that's it anyway let's get into the rest of this episode so I'm just gonna kind of do this like Q&A style and read your guys's questions and then answer them and we'll kind of just do like one after the other. So 
let's get started. I don't even know where to start because I have so many. I screenshotted a couple of my favorites, but I really wanted to try to do a lot of like wedding ones and answer that. But anyway, I guess the first one we can go off of this. I got a question saying, why did you get a tattoo of Peyton's initial? So while I was in New York, after I went to the bridal event on Monday, I had a little bit of time and it was right next to my favorite tattoo place that I've gotten my past two tattoos from. Some of you were wondering what two tattoos I have, which I got them in 2019, like right when I turned 18. But on my right wrist, right by like that little like wrist bone that sticks out, I have an M for obviously Maggie, my sister. And then on my left hip, over where your like bikini sits, I have, it says presence in this like beautiful cursive um, or script writing and presence. My mom always told my sister and I growing up to practice presence. And so my sister has the matching one and then we want my mom to get it too. And it's so funny because while I was getting my P tattoo with the same guy, Chang on Instagram he's tattooed by Chang he was like oh my gosh the presence tattoo went viral like everyone was coming in getting it and it was like people were using that as an example of like what they wanted and stuff and it's all over Pinterest and I was like I know how insane so that was really funny but anyway back to the question um I got a tattoo of Payne's initial because I wanted to on my ring finger and Peyton's doing the same. He's getting an E on his ring finger, but I just wanted to go to Tattoo by Chang because obviously it's the only person that I like going to for tattoos. The way he does a fine line tattoo is just so beautiful and he does such a good job. Him and I actually designed this piece. So I had a picture from Pinterest of kind of like the type of script I wanted and then but the P wasn't like fully closed and it kind of looked like an H and it was a little bit weird. And then him and I looked up on like this like cursive generator where you type in letters and it comes up like certain like scripts and stuff. So we kind of like mixed two together to make one, which it's super special that it's like custom and also it's P for Peyton, my love, literally the love of my life. And um, another reason for it is... Peyton can't wear a ring during basketball games. So like during the game, he wants to obviously still have something on his finger dedicated to me. So him having an E and then I was like, I'll just get a P on my finger too. So it's like, we do it together and we should, honestly, I should have waited till him so that we could like actually get it together. But I was like, whatever, it's fine. Like I just wanted to go to my person and like get it done because I was right there. So it's okay. But anyway, um, yeah, so he is going to be, he probably won't even be wearing like a actual gold ring. A lot of NBA players do rubber rings. So he's going to be having like, we're going to have obviously a gold ring or like a gold band or silver band, whatever we decide for the actual wedding day. Like when we get married and stuff, but day to day, he's probably going to wear just a rubber one and then have the E underneath. So it's like, forever you know I don't know I thought it was a cute idea he was the one that made the idea like he came up with it and even before we were engaged he was like I want you to get like a tattoo for me like blah blah, blah. like I want to get a tattoo for you and we would just like go back and forth about it and then I kind of like surprised him I was like I'm getting it done and he was like no way and 
for some reason, like after getting the tattoo on my finger, it feels like we got like we got engaged again. I don't know if that makes sense, but like the feeling after we got engaged is obviously such a special like heart exploding, like so much love feeling. But then getting this tattoo on my finger, I like refelt that feeling, and I was like, whoa, like this is like I don't know, super special. But yeah, so that's the story behind it. Everyone's been loving it. I've been getting really positive feedback. So I don't know. I thought it was really, really, really cute. Hi guys, just taking a quick break from the show to hear from our sponsors today at Starbucks. Hear that? That's fall calling. And the pumpkin spice latte is back at Starbucks. From that first sweater to late autumn weather, it's all of fall in just one sip. There's nothing like fall in Boston. The leaves start to change colors, the weather cools down, and football season is right around the corner. But honestly, the biggest sign that autumn is here is being able to order a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte again. Just one sip and I immediately start thinking about apple orchards, pumpkin patches, and Halloween all at the same time. When the weather starts changing and fall is in the air, one of my favorite things to do is go out and grab a warm Starbucks drink in the morning and then go for a walk around my neighborhood or sip it throughout the day while I'm out running errands. And when a long day starts dragging on and I just feel like taking a midday nap, ordering a pumpkin spice latte is the perfect sweet afternoon pick-me-up to lift my spirits for the rest of the workday. It's time to sip that first taste of fall at Starbucks. And don't forget to order ahead on the Starbucks app. Now back to the show. Okay, next question. Did you feel ready to meet your person or did it just kind of come naturally? I can't tell if I am. Okay, so for the longest time, I feel like I was always kind of wondering like when I was going to meet my person. You always kind of like think about it. And I was trying to like plan out my life. And then once I stopped doing that and stopped thinking about it and putting thought into it is like he came out of nowhere like he they always say like you're gonna meet the person like when you least expect it and I just never really believed that because I felt like I was super like type a I would plan out my life and everything but it really happened when I least expected it so I wasn't physically ready like I wasn't planning my life like I wasn't like yep I'm gonna meet my person like tomorrow but I was very happy with myself And I feel like I was at such a good place with life where I was like good on my own. I cut all the toxic relationships out of my life and I was just like super happy and I was ready to just like enter a new era of my life of just being like really, really like in a good spot. And I feel like he came in during that time, which was so perfect because then I was ready to like be open to such a real, true, healthy love So I think, honestly, personally, I think it comes when you least expect it. Like when you're talking about it and being like, I want to be my person. Like I want, I want, I want. Like it's, you're not going to get it until you're truly ready. And I feel like you have to like do work to be ready. Like you literally have to spend time alone and you have to like heal yourself and all that stuff. Like I was like journaling, I was reading, I was hanging out with myself all the time. All my friends around me had boyfriends, but I was just like, being like my single self and like dating myself, honestly. So yeah. (laughs) Next question. How do you manage to stay grounded within yourself while being cuffed? (laughs) Um, That kind of leads off of what I was just talking about. I think that when you have a good head on your shoulders before you get into a relationship, especially a serious one, then you are able to continue with that throughout the whole relationship. 
I feel like since I was so independent beforehand, obviously like I want to spend like every minute with Peyton. Like I love doing everything with him, but I also love having like my things to myself that I like to do, like going to workouts alone and like still focusing on me and like my wants and needs, which it also comes with your partner too, because Peyton respects my wants and needs. And I really love that about him because it allows me to actually focus on myself because I feel like if he weren't to be that way, it would be really hard to do that because I wouldn't feel as confident in being able to focus on me. He's very, very, very big on that. Like he obviously focuses on himself too. Like he has such a big job and like it takes a lot to train for that job and you have to like always be eating so clean and like working out every single day and really being on top of sleep and all of that. But since I'm kind of like that too, and we both are kind of like that together, like we respect it about each other. So when he is like, I got to sleep, I got to rest, I got to do this, like I'm there for him. And when I'm like, I need time like by myself because I'm like anxious or I just need to like relax today or I like can't be doing this that the other and he respects that too and he's honestly like okay cool like I want to chill today too so it's like we really work well together so I guess it's just all about finding the partner that respects your opinions and decisions okay so next question this is kind of related to not the last question but the question before that about knowing that Peyton was the one like meeting your person but this one is how did you know Peyton was the one and was there ever any doubt or nervousness? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line honestly literally since the day I met Peyton like when I looked at him for the first time I was just like oh my gosh like I love this boy so much and then like we did not spend a day apart we literally hung out and talked every single day And we only had like three days after the day we met to really like hang out. And then he left for a road trip. That was honestly kind of long. It was like a week long road trip after that. And I ended up flying out during the road trip and going to like be with him in Dallas. And we just did not spend a day apart. And I've never like gotten that feeling from someone. Like even going into our first date, I like... I wasn't like too nervous. I was mostly like excited nervous. Like I was really, really excited. And when we were on our first date, I truly felt like I could literally be myself. And I feel like in the past, there were times where like I would have to put on kind of just like, not like a different, like I didn't have to like pretend to be a different person, but I kind of had to like force myself into conversations or force myself into like, I don't know, like being someone that I wasn't, but when I met Peyton, like, I feel like I could truly be myself unconditionally. And that like was just the best feeling ever. And I think that that was like when I realized I truly could just be me and be funny the way that I am and like talk the way that I want to and then just like be who I am. And he like loved me for that. So I, I don't know. It just, that's how I knew like that I could just 
be me and not care. And I didn't have to like think twice about what I would say to him or think twice about what we were going to do when we hung out or texting him or anything like that. Like it was never gameplay. It was just like so raw and real. That's another thing. Like playing games is just so dumb. And I feel like whenever you start a relationship, a relationship off by playing games, like your whole entire relationship is going to be gameplay. If you know what I mean. Um, there was never any doubt between him and I either ever. We were always so certain and we were always so open. Like, I'm not kidding you. I think like a week into our relationship, we were like, we just looked at each other. We were like, wait, like we really, we weren't even dating yet, but we were just like, I really like hanging out with you. Like so early on, we were telling each other that like we love spending time with each other and like hanging out with each other. We were just always so honest since day one. And then when we started dating, we were just like, I remember Peyton like called me. He was like talking to like explaining a story. Like he was just like talking out loud, like talking in third person. And he referred to me as his girlfriend. And I like looked at him and I was like, huh? And he was like, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not talking to anyone else unless you are. And I was like, no, I'm not. And he was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm not talking to anyone else. You're not talking to anyone else. Like, I really like you. Like we're dating. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, sure. We're dating. And then we, I don't know. they it was just like never any doubt. And even the beginning of our relationship, there is never moments of being like un- not trusting each other. And I feel like sometimes it can be hard when you're not with each other all the time. The trust can sometimes isn't there. Like if you're not with someone all day, but with him and I, there was never a doubt on either side. So I think that was really important too, which is nice. And yeah, okay, anyway. I think I already kind of covered this, but someone asked, how soon did you know your fiance was a one? Obviously, like right away when I met him, I knew that like we were gonna date, like I knew we were gonna be, like it was gonna be a great relationship. I mean, all th- it just went so smoothly, smoothly, like I just said. But I think about like, honestly, like a month or two into it, I was like, wow, like I really want to spend the rest of my life with him like I couldn't picture my life without him and the crazy thing is that like he felt the exact same way like anything that him and I would say was just like the same feeling so I think that it was just so early on and I feel like when you meet someone like that you literally know like the day you meet them like you know right off the bat there's no like is he the one or there's no like I don't know if he likes me like there's none of that it's literally you just know and I don't know how to explain it other than saying you just know because you really do just know when you meet them and when you're with them next question let's get into more wedding ones what is the theme of your wedding the theme of our wedding (laughs) is we don't really have like a theme Um, but I guess when I told my planners, like kind of what I want it based off of and how I want it to look, I said, I want very classy. I want elegant. These are the words I use. I use classy, elegant, chic, neutral. Yeah, that's basically it. I didn't want any of like, you know, like the wedding font. That's like the big cursive and like, it's like kind of like chuggy. Like I don't want any of that. I don't want any colors other than like 
kind of just like whites and sands. Like I don't really love like blues and I don't like the color black when it comes to like tablescapes or chairs or things like that. Like I just want it to be very neutral and bright and kind of like the way that my house looks. Like in my house, I use a lot of light wood and the walls are all white really. And I just like, it's very just like neutral, natural colors. So that's how I kind of want our wedding to be. And for my wedding dress, my wedding dress, I bought my wedding dress like a month ago, but it's not like a pure white. It's more of an ivory, which I love ivory on me. It complements my skin tone very well. I love, I've always wanted an ivory wedding dress. I just never knew like what style I wanted. And I want the boys instead of like Peyton and his groomsmen to be in black tuxes. I really want to do like a cream light linen type tux. I think that would look very, very nice. And I want there, I do want there to be a theme for the guests. Um, I want everyone to kind of, well, not like for the, all the guests, like I feel like all the guests, they can just like wear whatever, but when it comes to like family, especially for family photos, I want everyone to kind of coordinate because then our family photos will look very nice. I'm still trying to figure that out. I think maybe like our families being in navy blue, like the dads being in navy blue and like our moms could be in navy blue or we could do like a light color for them. I still haven't really figured out what I want to do for bridesmaids dress colors. I'm kind of just like leaving that up to my bridesmaids and we're going to see like what color they all would want to wear. But I'm kind of leaning towards more of like a champagne color, like a very light champagne type color or maybe like a light pink or something, like a blush pink. Um, I'm not really sure. Kind of just like maybe whatever they really want to do. They all would look good in literally anything. Like they're all very stunning girls. So I don't know. But yeah, I want my wedding to be very light and airy. And also when it came to florals, I didn't want it to be heavy floral. I don't love a ton of flowers. Like I feel like I've seen weddings where it's either overdone it with the flowers. I've seen weddings where it's perfectly like just enough, which I'm going towards more of the just enough. Um, yeah, I just def I definitely don't want my tables to be heavy flowers. I don't want, I mean, the aisle is a little bit heavy flowers, but you guys will see. I'm not gonna go too much into detail of what I'm doing because I obviously want you guys to see it on the day, but my aisle, oh my gosh, it's, beautiful I'm so excited about it I my florist and I worked very well together on coming up with how it's gonna look and talking to the venue if we're able to do this and I'm just so excited for the aisle honestly but yeah I don't want heavy florals I don't want a ton of flowers even the bouquets like my bouquet is gonna be very airy but smaller um because my dress is kind of like a lot I don't want anything to take away from it and then all of the bridesmaids I don't want like them to be holding like massive bouquets so what we did for the bridesmaids it's actually a really cool idea well I can't even speak a really cool idea I think you guys are gonna love it but I did a very minimal look which is amazing but florals can like add up in price and I was just talking about this I think I talked a little bit about it in the peak and pit but when I was at the bridal event for Rowley, the brand that does the florals that are the fake flowers and you can rent them, like that's such a good idea because when it came down to like the cost of our florals, I couldn't, I didn't even know that flowers could be that much for a wedding. But then you think about it and it's like, wow, you 
like actually have to put flowers kind of put a lot of places and so I was like that's a lot of money to just spend on flowers that you're gonna have for one day and then they kind of go to waste which is a little bit it's obviously not sustainable at all and I was just kind of like I don't really want a lot of flowers to go to waste so I definitely want to figure out something I can do with Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Like some of the flowers, like throughout our, the wedding, I think we're going to take the flowers from like the aisle and reuse them for tables and stuff like that. So we're looking for ways that we can reuse it throughout the night. And then I definitely want to see if there's ways to reuse them afterwards. Like I saw someone who sent in her bouquet and got it made into a picture frame, which was stunning. So I definitely want to look into options like that. But yeah, flowers are just like so beyond expensive. It's like actually nuts when it comes to <laughs> weddings but anyway next question is wedding dress try on tips and how to find the one i booked a ton of appointments to a bunch of different places i think i had four dress appointments i don't even know if that's a ton or not like i don't know how many people normally go to or what so when i first went into wedding dress shopping i was like okay i really want something super simple classy nothing else to it that's it like very simple so that's what I started trying on like I was going to a couple different places and everyone's obviously different they all love the like different things everyone I tried on though I was like not I just didn't feel it in my heart like I wasn't like oh, yep this is the one like I kind of just was like eh, like I like it but I feel like there's a different one out there and so all the places I went to before weren't like major major dress places except for this one that I went to in Fall River that's called Alexandra's Boutique they had a very 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 big selection and so the first two I went to was Anthropology Bridal which I think it's called Beholden and then the second one I went to was Grace Loves Lace both of those places had very simple like no structured dresses that were so pretty and they were just like kind of just like wearing the fabric which we're pretty, but I think that's good for like a second dress for like reception wise. Obviously everyone's different. I went to Alexandra's boutique and that's when I actually tried on real like wedding gowns. And I was like, whoa, like I kind of like this. And then I went to, I literally don't know how to pronounce it in Boston, but it's called like L, L it's literally L apostrophe elite. I don't know how to say that together and I don't want to butcher it, but that place was stunning. It had all the designers after I've done research on wedding dresses. It had all the designers I wanted to try like um, Monique Lillier and there was Annie Barge and Vera Wang and all the types of gowns that you could even picture like all the brands and I was like wow this is huge I definitely recommend going to a smaller place like the anthropology beholden and then also going to a bigger place that has all those brands just trying out the vary of dresses and some of them range like I tried on a dress you guys that was literally ten thousand dollars and I was like you're joking for a dress like 
It's so crazy. And then I also tried on a dress from Anthropology that would have, like I almost picked out the one from Anthropology and no joke, it was like $900, which is like crazy compared to one that was 10K. So you can definitely find like really beautiful dresses everywhere that are different price ranges. But yeah, so that's kind of what I did. And when I found the one, I had a feeling going to the last place, I was going to find the one, like, I don't know, beforehand, I just had like a feeling in my heart. And when I put on the one, I just had that feeling in my heart again, that same feeling I had when I met Peyton, same feeling I had when I tried on my engagement ring and same feeling I had when I tried on the wedding dress. Like I just got that feeling and you just like know in your gut. I also just am like, I'm not so serious where I'm like, I have to find the one this way. It has to be perfect. Like I'm kind of just like, whatever I feel the best in, because obviously that day is like Peyton and I's day. You want to feel comfy you want to feel good you want to feel pretty like I put on this dress and I felt stunning that's how I went with the one um next question how or at what point did you know he was going to ask you to marry him so honestly Peyton and I talked about it for a couple months before he actually proposed like for we talked about it for at least I think it was like six months before he proposed and I don't know we like we knew we both knew we it wasn't even like a serious, like when it came up in conversation that we wanted to marry each other, it was like just so mutual. Um, so I feel like I knew for a couple months, two months after he told me like, I want to marry you. I went and I tried on engagement rings with my mom in New York city. And I have a question later on about how I knew which ring was the one, but I kind of had an idea of what shape I wanted. I went to ring concierge and I tried on all different rings, all different sizes, all that. And when I put on the carrot size, oval shape, etc., like I literally, it, I felt it in my heart. I was like, yep, this is the one. And ring concierge basically like wrote it all down and then emailed it to Peyton. And then he was just like, yep. So <laughs> that was really nice because I got to like, try on what I loved and he obviously loved it too and so ring concierge like did a very good job creating it and Peyton did a very good job at picking it in the end but yeah so we talked about that and then or I tried on rings and then in April was when he asked my parents um he literally this is so funny I have never told the story before but he went to lunch or went to coffee with my dad or something and he was actually at the Tatayan seaport sitting outside with my dad asking my dad to have, what is it? Like ask him hand in marriage? Ask, yeah. So and he asked my dad if he could marry me. And so I was like, Maggie and I were just leaving a workout or something. I forget what we were doing. So her and I went to get lunch. We wanted to get sandwiches and we love going to this place in seaport for sandwiches. So we go to the place in Seaport for sandwiches. We're driving down the road. We're about to take a left at this light that's right in front of the Tate. And we look over to the right and I'm like, oh, no way, there's Peyton and Dad. Like, what the heck? What are they doing? And little did I know he was asking my dad if he could marry me. And then he met up with my mom one day and obviously had the talk with her. I think it might've been in the same day, but yeah. So I kind of just like, we kind of like just knew about it. We knew, we talked about it. And then coming close to the time, I didn't know a month before, but I definitely knew 
when it was like a couple days before. Like when we were about to leave for the Cape, like drive down to the Cape, because he proposed to me on, I think it was on a Sunday, July 2nd, may have been a Sunday. And yeah, so July 2nd was a Sunday. We had gotten down to the Cape on Friday and I had a feeling it was coming on Friday because everyone was being so weird. And he was being so weird. And I literally knew. Like, I I had a feeling. Day before, too, I got my nails done. So I was just like, I also got them done because they were, like, so crusty because we had just gone back from a trip. But I was like, I kind of think we're going to, like, it was 4th of July. I was about to get red nails. I kind of wish I got red nails. That would have been iconic. But whatever. Anyway, so I just got, like, my normal, like, natural pink nail that I had all spring. And I kind of just, like, I had the idea. I had a feeling. When we were getting ready for this dinner... Part of me like literally was like, okay, it's going to happen tonight. And then another part of me was psyching myself out and being like, Emma, like, don't get your hopes up. So I was just like, I like tried with like my outfit, but then I didn't try with like my hair and makeup and stuff. So it was kind of just like, I don't know. And everyone was there. I don't know. It was just, I kind of had a feeling. Anyway, um, next question. What are some of your must haves for the wedding? Honestly, my biggest must-haves for the wedding, I feel like first would be an open bar. That's our biggest must-have, Peyton and I, is having an open bar. Second must-have is having, we really invested in our wedding photographer and our wedding videographer because I personally think out of anything, like, yeah, florals are expensive and stuff, but I think that Instead of it like putting all your money into florals to make it look beautiful, I think investing in a photographer and videographer or just a photographer, whatever you fancy, obviously like I want a video because I want to be able to have that for you guys and also have a video for life. But this episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Biggest tip would probably be investing in those two because a photographer and a videographer, that's their job. They can make that day in night look beautiful make it look stunning where flowers make it look stunning to the eye of the people there but like at the end of the day like obviously like the next day you don't use those flowers anymore so it kind of goes to a waste so my biggest thing is investing in videographer photographer and then like obviously a couple flowers and stuff like that to make it look pretty but you know um and then another thing which was my must-have I rented the it's a photo booth that I rented in like, oh my gosh, it was kind of expensive because they have to like come all the way from New York, but it's called Mirror Mirror or Mirror Murmur, Murmur maybe? I don't know. Murmur, whatever. It's the photo booth. Like you guys know the photo booth. It's the one that is at every Kardashian birthday or like event or anything. Like any, everyone in LA uses it basically. Maggie had it at her Revolve event and like the Biebers had it at their wedding. It's that one that just like airbrushes you. All the pictures are black and white and up in like the top corner, it says like something in the top. So ours will be like the Pritchards and the, our date and stuff. So that's my biggest thing that I wanted. I definitely wanted one of those. I think that's going to be a hit. It'll be so fun for everybody to take photos in and all that. 
And then another must-have for my wedding is walking down the aisle to a string quartet. I really wanted to walk down the aisle to strings. I want when the bridesmaids walk down to be strings. I want when the groomsmen, obviously groomsmen and bridesmaids, I want when Peyton, Peyton enters and when we exit, I'll be on strings, but then the rest to be a DJ. I don't love live like bands. So we're not having a live band. We're only doing DJ and strings, if that makes sense. Okay, next question. This is a really good one. I was really excited to answer this, but describe why you picked each of your bridesmaids and why they're each special to you. So I have eight bridesmaids. Well, I have seven bridesmaids and one bridesman, but I'll start off with, obviously my sister Maggie is my maid of honor. Obviously, she's my best friend. She's my right-hand girl. I know that she's going to be able to take on all of the maid of honor tasks and she's really good at all that. I know that the day of my wedding, she's definitely going to be there helping me, making sure like when I'm up there at the altar that she's going to like be making sure my dress is good, like my veil is good, like she's going to be on top of that. So that's why I chose her. Obviously my best friend Ella that I've been friends with for literally years, ever since we were young obviously need her by my side too. And then Jessica Stockstill, she, I have her up there too. She's one of my very, very, very good friends too. And I think that she also would, since she's been through a wedding already, she's going to be able to be on top of things like that day with helping. And she's really good at that. I just love her so much. Wait, really quick. Her daughter too, we're asking to be our flower girl. I have to send out her little like invitation. She obviously isn't listening to this because she's two and a half. But anyway, so that's really, I'm really excited about that. I have to send it out to her shortly, but, or ask her when she's here in town actually, which is smart idea. Um, and then I also have Peyton's sisters, Lexi and Taylor too. I asked them to be my bridesmaids also to have them be by my side as well since they're going to be my new sisters, which is so crazy to say. And then I have Paige Lorenz, obviously one of my very, very, very good friends for the longest time and also one of my like social media friends. Like, But we don't even, it's not even like that when we're with each other. It's like so just real life, true friendship. She's one of my ride or dies too. And then Hallie Batchelder is also one of those friends where like she will literally do anything for you. She will take a bullet for you. She's just a very, very, very good friend. Great girl. Like if you guys met her in person and knew her one-on-one on TikTok, she's funny. She is hilarious and she's so like her and out there. But when you're with her in person, she's just like, she's a real one. And then Graydon also, he is my bridesman and I love Graydon. Obviously he's been in my life forever and I could not have that day without him being there too. So that's why I picked all of my people and I loved the way I asked them too. I sent them all flowers. I haven't officially, Graydon knows he's a part, but I haven't officially asked him yet because of the way I'm asking him, I'm waiting for it to be done being made. Um, when you guys see how I asked him, oh my gosh, it's going to be so iconic to him. You guys will love it. Um, I have a couple more questions about like relationship stuff and then a couple things that are just like normal questions, but I wanted to answer this one that a lot of people were asking what it's like and how I navigate dating 
I mean, I'm not dating anymore, being engaged to someone who is in the work field that Peyton's in. Obviously, Peyton is in the NBA. And during the season, like NBA season, from literally like end of September till sometimes June, depending on how far they make it in the playoffs, it's like every other day, game and or like away games for a couple nights one night he may be gone for a night he may be gone for two nights he may be gone for 12 days so it's like very changes all the time it's a lot of alone time for me but it is also super fun because I do get to travel with him so that's really really fun I love traveling with him I love going to all the new cities and or like my favorite cities like New York I love going to the New York games I cannot wait to go to the Chicago games because I love Chicago, like doing stuff like that. And I do love traveling. You guys know that about me. Like I travel and used to travel all the time and I still do travel all the time. So I feel like it makes it really fun that I get to do that. Um, But the one thing that is hard, like right now he has, I, he's in currently in Philadelphia. I'm here and like he wasn't here last night so it gets kind of lonely at night during the day I'm good because I'm busy but and I get to like get my stuff done get my work done like I really get to do everything because when I'm with him like I just want to chill I just want to sit I want to relax I want to hang out I want to lay like I just want to hang out with him you know and I feel like sometimes I don't like oh my gosh I don't want to say this because I don't want my manager my assistant to hear but like when I'm with him like I don't want to do my like all the work that I have to do. I get it done. Don't get me wrong. Like most of the time when he's at work in the mornings and stuff, but, um, when I'm with him, I just want to spend time with him. But when he's gone, I get a lot of my work done, which is really nice. So I think it creates a lot of balance in our life where I get to get a lot done when he's gone. And when we're with each other, it makes those moments even more special, but it does get lonely but I feel like when he's gone, like I just get to be able to hang out with my sister, like be hang out with my friends and stuff. So it creates time for everyone in my life, which is really nice. And I think it works out very well. So like, I'm really glad that we have that type of schedule and that type of life. It works very seamlessly with the both of us. Um, but like last night going to bed, I was like, oh, like, I mean, we always fall asleep on the phone with each other when he's gone. So it's kind of just like, we're having a sleepover over the phone, but it feels different like being in the bed alone. So I had Cleo, even though we don't really allow her on the furniture and stuff, I had her sleep in the bed next to me and it literally felt like someone was there. Obviously she's so big, so that was really nice. Um, But yeah, I just tried to surround myself with all my friends and family when I'm alone and when he's gone. But also we talk on the phone all day. We text when he's gone, so we don't really text but we do text like if we're not talking on the phone um when he's gone but that's basically yeah that's all and he when he gets home he gets home really late at night so I don't really like I go to bed without him here but then he wakes me up when he gets home just to like say hi and stuff which is really nice but yeah and next question wait I wanted to answer this question because someone asked like future plans and stuff if I want like kids eventually and like when I don't know when I feel like I'm ready whenever (laughs) not like ready I'm not saying like right now definitely not like before our wedding but after that like I think whenever him and I together are ready like when we have had time for ourselves like we're in no rush at all there's no rush when it comes to kids 
Um, but there's also like, I don't know. I feel like if it were to be thrown at us whenever we'd be ready, but again, there's no rush. And yes, I do want kids. Eventually we want at least three or four. I feel like we talk about this all the time. We literally have two names down already. We have a boy name and a girl name, which is really nice. But, um, yeah, we want like three or four, I guess it's just going to play out. Obviously, like when you have the first one, that kind of plays out after when you have the second, third, and fourth, or if you have a third and fourth, you know? So I guess it all just depends on when that time actually comes. But yeah, we definitely want to have a family and raise kids and all that. I'm actually going to end it off on that note. I feel like I got a ton more questions, but I'm going to have to do like a Q&A on YouTube or something so that I can answer a ton more questions for you guys. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and thank you guys all for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on social media, on Instagram. It's just Emma McDonald, Emma McDonald for YouTube and TikTok as well. And be sure to subscribe and listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow our podcast Instagram. It's at love you Bye on Instagram. And I'll see you guys in next week's video. Or no, not video. I'm like acting like it's a YouTube video that I'm signing off. No. Anyway, see you guys in next week's episode. And yeah, love ya. Bye.